There is an interesting and wonderful line in J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. And the main character in the book, Gandalf, speaks well with a biblical response. Describing the difficult days that they were facing, Frodo says this, I wish it need not have happened in my time. So do I, says Gandalf, and so do all who live in such times. But that is not for them to decide, he continues. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that's given. We have only so much control over what happens in the world. and We often wish things didn't happen during our time. But Gandalf speaks such truth. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given. We certainly find ourselves in difficult times in these days. So much rancor, so much division, perhaps even a constitutional crisis. The situation seems to change or worsen maybe every day. And then on top of that, we have our issues in our city. We have issues with climate change. We have issues with world tensions. And we have a very volatile global economy and more. So we have to decide what do we do with the time that's given. As you've already heard, today is World Communion Sunday. And we have a, some special plans for this day. And our text is familiar and it's brief. Listen, it comes from the Gospel of Mark. While they were eating, Jesus took a loaf of bread, and after blessing it, he broke it, gave it to them, and said, Take, this is my body. And then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them, and all of them drank from it. And he said to them, This is the blood of my covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly I tell you, I will never drink again of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. This is the word of the Lord. We always have to decide what to do. And here's what Jesus invites us to do in good times and uncertain times, in happy times and in struggling times. We turn to commune with Jesus. We turn to commune with one another. And we turn to commune with the calling of Jesus in serving the poor, in caring for the most vulnerable in helping the needy. Especially in uncertain times, it's always good to turn and commune with Jesus. Words matter. Words create, a, create worlds. Words give hope. Words give purpose. Words bless. Words strengthen. Words encourage. And this is what Jesus says. While they were eating, take eat, do this to remember me. What Jesus did was took, blessed, broke, and gave four very important words that create a world for us. The taking of the bread means we are taken, taken by Jesus. We are chosen by God. Remember that passage from the Gospel of John, you did not choose me, I chose you. We are chosen before the creation of the world. We are claimed in baptism at this font. We are taken by Jesus just as Jesus 
takes the bread, taken into Jesus' hands, taken into Jesus' heart, taken into Jesus' life. Karl Barth, the theologian, says, election is the sum of the gospel. We are elected. We are taken. We are taken just like the bread is taken. Can anything separate us from God's love? No. Nothing can separate us from God's love because we're taken and we're held always in God's care through Jesus Christ. Then it says Jesus blesses. God is the great blesser of life, of our lives. The psalmist says, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee? If I go to the farthest corners, you are there. If I even go to Sheol, you are there. Where can I go when you are not blessing me? The psalmist asks. To be blessed is to have God's love and care cover everything about our lives, even when it feels dark. To be blessed means that God's promises hold us forever. And then Jesus breaks the bread. Jesus meets us in our brokenness. No matter where we are in life, no matter what's happening in the world, we do well to recall that in our brokenness, we're never on our own. Even when bad things happen to us, when life is filled with confusion and heartache, nothing is too much for God. Jesus shares in our brokenness. Jesus shares with us when we feel broken. Jesus shares with us seeking to help and heal us in our brokenness. This act of sharing, of breaking bread, is a powerful depiction of our life with God. And then Jesus gave it to them. Jesus provides. And that provision is so that we can go and give, go and provide for others. We're meant to be people who receive from God, and then live as people who give life to God. True living means giving generously. So in these lines, and at all times, it's important to turn to Jesus. Find Him meeting us, feeding us, sending us. And then we turn to one another. True communion at the Lord's table is never without others. We meet Jesus at the table, but we meet Jesus as we come to the table with others. That's how it works. We never celebrate this sacrament by ourselves. It's always in community. We see, receive the bread of heaven, the cup of the covenant from Jesus, but we also turn to one another and say, the bread of heaven for you, the cup of the covenant for you, and you, and you. It's in community. Life with God Life following Jesus means life in fellowship. Faith is communal. So we celebrate communion in communion. And we are going to do this today, not just in these walls here, but on World Communion Sunday with all those who seek to trust and serve Christ right around here. We're, we are just one expression of Christ's body in this place, Second Presbyterian, and we seek to commune with all who trust and serve Christ near us and far away. We are going on the onto the streets, either literally or figuratively, because not everyone can do this today. But we seek to enact this extensive 
communion of God's people across denominational lines, even recalling that world communion is happening in the smallest churches, in the smallest villages, in the largest cathedrals of the world, in burials, in cities, in towns, in the country, in every language across the globe. We may live in difficult and uncertain times, but we turn to Jesus and we turn to one another and keep turning to one another. And all this is to affirm that God is at work and God never leaves us and God calls us to be together in all things and God is in our midst blessing us, feeding us, using us. And then finally, we must remember what Jesus calls us to do and what following Jesus really looks like. We don't just sing and read scripture in a nice, beautiful, sacred sanctuary. We have to get out of our sanctuaries and onto the street. Get out of our cozy lives because Jesus calls us to care for the poor and tend to the needy and the most vulnerable. Jesus calls us to love whoever it is that comes across our paths. Jesus says, tend to the sick and welcome the stranger. We have to love God and love our neighbor. Christian life means Christian love. Christian life means compassion and justice lived out on the streets of Richmond and as far as we can go, which is what our mission statement reminds us. Know Christ and make Christ known in downtown Richmond and throughout the world. So we go to the streets today as an act of worship, and we go to bear witness in this city, to stand with not just our fellow Christians in fellow churches in downtown, but with the needy and with the hungry and with the hurting. And we do this to follow Jesus who came not to be served, but to serve, who reached out to the hurting, who said, what you do to the least of these, you do to me. All the people we are meeting on the street today are our partner churches in feeding the hungry in downtown Richmond. Each one of us has a different day of serving lunch, and we have to keep feeding, and we have to keep caring, and we have to keep doing this together. Jim Wallace is a famous theologian and preacher. He lives in Washington, and he's written a new book, and it's called Christ in Crisis. And this is what he says. We do have a serious political, religious, and moral crisis in America. And it is likely going to get worse before it gets better, given the polarized politics that we now confront. If we're going to survive this crisis or better yet, respond to it, or best yet, put our faith into action to turn dangers into opportunities, we're going to have to go deeper to be more deeply rooted. And what Wallace talks about being deeply rooted is connected to Jesus, reclaiming who Jesus is and what Jesus calls us to do. We turn to Jesus, and we seek to be deeply rooted in our relationships, all of them, striving to build community, uh, especially across racial lines, economic lines, social lines. So we have to keep turning and relating to one another, not away from each other, but toward. And then we have to devote ourselves increasingly toward the poor 
and the vulnerable. What we do and how we treat the poor and vulnerable is always the test of discipleship. We have to be out on the streets in close proximity, caring and serving the poor, which puts us close to Jesus. Today's World Communion Sunday. We're always people with hope and a purpose because we turn and we find life in Jesus. And then we turn to one another, reaffirming that relationships are really what matters in life. And we turn to the streets, to the needy, to the suffering, to the sick, to the stranger, recognizing that real discipleship comes as we live with sincere compassion and commitments and justice and love and light, especially for the poor and the most vulnerable. We seek to root our lives in all we do in Jesus, in our relationships, and in serving all God's people. May it be so. Amen. Let us pray. Show us the way, O God. Show us the way. And go with us, guide us, and bless us. Amen.